Hello and welcome. We are here live with the Joey Torkelson of Voila Real Estate and EXP. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Thanks for coming today. Thank you. No, I appreciate appreciate it. it. I'm I'm really grateful for the opportunity. I love you guys. Yeah. It only took me three years to get Joey on this podcast, just so everyone knows. Nice. Come on. (laughs) Did I miss the the original email? No, I'm just kidding. I'm teasing. (laughs) I also have my uh, wingman, Mr. Stieg Sandell from Bell Bank Mortgage. Always a pleasure to be here. Yeah. And our business development manager, Jessica Von Barron. Good afternoon. Yeah. What up? You know, this is Minnesota looks different today. It feels different. Feels different. It well, smells different. Why is that, I wonder? It's beautiful. It's, it's uh, crisp. It's crisp. We've actually had our first snowfall in about, what, three months? <laughs> isn't that wild? Crazy. Well, wait, no, wait, isn't that funny that Minnesotans start a podcast out with talking about the weather? The weather, oh, I know. <laughs> Why would not we? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I love it. I love the snow. I love snow. I'm happy, mostly because I know it'll, it'll all be gone in about two days. Right. Right? right? Yeah. I saw a guy, we were out in, uh, we ran over to Hudson, Wisconsin today, and as we were crossing the bridge, I saw a guy crossing over the bridge with an old pickup truck and a snowmobile in, in the bed of the pickup truck. I said, okay, he's going, yeah. do it while he can. He's here. like, let's do this. Now's <laughs> the time. we got about six hours until yeah. it all melts. Yeah. Well, let's cut to the chase here. So, Joey, uh, you've been in real estate for about a decade. 14 years. 14 years, excuse me. You're also a military veteran, right? 23 years. 23 years. Thank yep. you for your service. Heck yeah. So far, I'm up to 37. <laughs> right? Seems yeah. impossible. 37, yeah. There's no way you're 37 years old. No, I'm 43. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you, look, you don't look older than 29. Sweet! <laughs> what branch were you in? I was in the Army. Right. Army Reserve, yep. Did you ever uh, go overseas? I did two deployments, oh, 2003 wow. and 2009. Oh, wow. Whereabouts? Iraq, both. Wow. Yeah. Yikes. That'll be that'll be podcast number two. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a whole other topic. VA loans, we do a lot of them. Oh yeah. But Joey has been with KW for the last. Well, I was with KW for six years. Six years. I started at Adina okay. in 2010. Yep. Adina Realty. Got it. And then I went Keller Williams, and then from Keller Williams, after ten years, then we launched our own brokerage. Voila. Voila. Okay. And then a month ago, yep. we joined EXP. Wow. That's exciting. Right? Exciting, exciting. Things are happening. And what does, I know what voila means, but for our listeners out there, please <laughs> <laughs> give us a definition. You know, voila is a French word that means there it is. And I will say, here's exactly how this happened. <laughs> when we were part of a, a, Keller Williams, there were some things we wanted to change. Very simple. We, okay. There was just some things we wanted to change. And I said these in a text to my business partner. I said, you know what? I think the real estate industry would be way better if A, B, and C happened. And I literally said, voila. voila. It's that, it's that oh. easy. That's what I said. And then I go, then when I looked up the definition or the, the translation of voila, it's like, well, there it is. And I was like, that's perfect. What's really funny is I originally thought I wanted the name of the company, and my wife was so against this. <laughs> she, I, I said, you know what I want to name the company? This was before this voila thing. I wanted to call it Zawazizi. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I think. Um, what do you think? I think you made the right choice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so I, I I pitched this to my wife and I said, hey. What do you think? That was easy. And she goes, absolutely not. She goes, that is the most ridiculous thing. And I said, well, listen, Zillow was ridiculous at one point. Right. But anyways, uh, voila one. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it was either going to be a, a winner or a wiener. And <laughs> it turned out to be a winner. Exactly. But that's fantastic. And now you're, you hooked up with EXP, which is one of the behemoths here 
locally getting bigger and bigger every day, it seems like. Tell us about that and what, what made you make that switch. Yeah, one of the visions we had that we had a hard time bringing to life when we were independent I say independent because we were a small independent brokerage. That's just what it was, mm. okay? And one of the visions we always had is we we did not like... People. People. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, well, EXP is a cloud-based brokerage, so you don't have well, to there see you go. There you go. No, but what we did not like is we did not like the traditional hierarchical structure of a real estate team. And we knew that there was a way that we could create a flat structure, but we couldn't really bring it to life. We were having a hard time bringing it to life. Okay. EXP has a structure that's called a self-organized team model. Yeah. And someone that you guys had on your podcast, Angela Hauer, mm-hmm. introduced us to this team structure where there's no splits with the agents. It's more of a peer-to-peer community. Okay? Okay. And so I actually asked Angela at the time when she said, hey, there's this structure. I said, how many people do this structure? She says, almost no one. And I said, well, why? Why does no one pick this structure? When you say no one, no one else in the industry? or No one, no, no, no. Very few people when they join EXP pick this self-organized team structure. Because why? Because most people want the hierarchical. Okay. They want the, I'm the leader of the team and I'm getting splits from all the agents. That's a very traditional way to do a real estate deal. Oh, no, everybody, almost every team is structured that way. Okay. Even at EXP. Even at EXP. Yeah, okay. And so we said, we're not doing that because we used to do that. I mean, at Keller Williams, we did that. We were part of an expansion team at Keller Williams and did that. And so we said, we want to create a flat, horizontal structure, peer-to-peer community. And that's what we're setting out to do. So when you say peer-to-peer, so if you're going to have an agent that wants to come over tomorrow, mm-hmm. with them being on your team, how are they different than being on maybe the hierarchical? Yeah. There'll be no splits. No splits. There's no splits. There's a split with EXP, but there's no splits with the team. Uh-huh. So, for example, let's say you guys were agents and said, hey, I want a partner. Cool. You have a superpower. You have a superpower. Yes. Bring that superpower to the group. I'm going to bring my superpower to the group, and we help all of us level up, right? Mm-hmm. And then the cool thing about EXP is it's a revenue-sharing company. So as we grow, as we grow our community, we all get to benefit and participate in revenue share at a higher level. I don't need to take splits. I'm already running my real estate business. You're running your real estate business. See? So rising tides lift all. It's the exact, that's the exact way to put it. Okay. The core value of our organization that we're creating, which is called the Level Up Community, is what's on my shirt. Contribution without condition. Mm -hmm. Now, the problem is, is that that's a spiritual journey because people, what's in it for me? Well, that already doesn't work with this core value. Right. So can you contribute your superpower without expecting anything in return? That's the question when we partner with people. If they want to build something like that and all level up together, perfect. That's who we'd like to partner with. You know, it's like Abraham Lincoln once said, and this is true, he said, Brad's looking at me like I'm going to tell a joke, but (laughs) he said, it's amazing what you can get done when no one cares who gets the credit. Huge. Is that kind of the same vein with you with well, level up? Well, yes, because think about this. I always ask this. Can you go do a good deed and not advertise it? 
That's what we're talking about. That's what Abraham Lincoln's. Can, can you go volunteer at to feed my starving children or something and not post it on social media? <laughs> Good right. question. Yes, I can. Well, and, 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 no, <laughs> no, and I know you can, and I know you can. But, but the point is, is that we sometimes we have to have this. I mean, again. I trip and fall on this philosophy still because I'm human. We're all human, but we have to remind ourselves, can I just contribute enough and let go of it? There's a really good book. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's very famous. The Go-Giver. Have you heard of this? The Go-Giver. You know, it's, can I just contribute and give knowing the fact and trusting the fact that it's going to just work out? Mm. Zig Ziglar, right? Zig Ziglar, classic. Classic phrase where he says, if you want to get whatever you want in life, help others get what, what they, they want. want yeah. right. So we're just trying to do that at a high level within a real estate community, a team. And it's yeah. and again, it's it's just not we don't have a lot of models to follow. It's interesting. Yeah. You know, quick segue, your shirt says contribution without condition. Brad's shirt actually says, <laughs> Frankie, say relax. <laughs> Are you old enough to get that one? I don't get it. Here's the thing. I don't get it. I don't it. either, but I don't, <laughs> I don't get it, but I did do the, I did do the laugh. Yeah. Like, I, I, I appreciate did, like, it. I did the laugh like I did. See, I'm from the <laughs> 80s, there was, there was a song called Relax, Don't Do It, Frankie, Say Relax. And everybody, that was a shirt everybody wore. It was an episode on Friends at one point. We God. cut this out of the show. <laughs> Uh, we'll just play this at the old folks' home. He looks 32, but he's 51. Perfect. I look uh, 52, but I'm 46. <laughs> 46. <laughs> okay, on to the real estate business at hand. Brad, you've got a burning question, I can tell. I do. Charlie Lawson. We know him well, you know him well, and he owns GCS title, but it sounds like he's going to be partnering with us. Partnering with you guys. Tell us about that. What well, is- Charlie actually pitched this idea about a year ago. And he was strategically looking at some things, and he pitched this and said... He's not going to be an agent, but... He's not going to be an agent, no, but he's going to help us grow the community. And what's interesting, though, is that he pitched it about a year ago. It kind of percolated, as with, uh, you know, things. It was just kind of an idea at the time. And then about three, four months ago, we sat down with him and Angela Hauer, and we really started diving into this. And then that's how it was discovered about this structure, and we said, well, can we, can we do this? And Charlie has been a big player in that, in the sense of, you know, he's got a lot of zest for business. Right. And he really believes in what we're building. And it is, and again, it's, it's a new thing because most people, when you have a core value like this, doubt it. Of course they doubt it. Right. If I said to you, if I said, hey, if I said to you guys, hey, let's partner and, and said this structure, a lot of people automatically are like, that doesn't even make any sense. What do you mean you're not going to make any money off mm-hmm. of my deals? Because that's the, the traditional way right, of doing right. it. Even the voila, if we talk about the voila real estate team, get this. We lost business because we turned, we were a flat rate broker. Charged a flat fee of 5000 Now it's 6500 Okay? You don't know how much business we surprisingly lost in the beginning when people thought it was too good to be true. I would hmm. sit down with a home seller and they're selling a million dollar house or whatever. And I'm like, our fee is $6,500. And they'd go, what am I missing? Mm. They thought there was a catch and they didn't understand it. So they said, it's too good. We're going to pass up because we don't understand. Bingo. Or we don't trust it yep. for whatever reason. It's, it's, it's too new. It's too new. This doesn't make any sense. What do you mean you're only charging $6,500? Well, yeah, we're only, but we think that's fair. 
That's what, mm. in our opinion, in our business mindset, we think that this fee is fair, okay? But the consumer, you know, we're like, wait a second, wait, you're gonna charge 6,500, this other person is gonna charge 60 grand. I feel like I'm missing something here. <laughs> Same thing here when we pitch the community we wanna create in real estate, agents are kinda like, wait a second, what's the catch? It's like, there is no catch. And what made you think, like, when did you come up with this? Was it after Edina Realty or what? No, I think it was, at, well, I mean, it was really, at some point, no, it was after Keller. Okay. It was after Keller Williams. And you know what it boiled down to is a feeling. It did boil down to a feeling. How do I want to feel? Well, we were talking about this before we hit record mm -hmm. on why I take solicitation calls. That's a feel. <laughs> That's a feeling. Yeah. I take a solicitation call because I'm choosing to not be angry. Uh, so, you know, mm -hmm. spam call, spam call. Yep. That's an energy. No, you know what? I'm going to be open to this. So what the reason we went flat rate from we were I was a six percent agent for a decade. As soon as we went flat rate, I said, you know what? This just doesn't feel right to me anymore. The six percent doesn't. The feel six percent. Right. And again, there's a lot of agents that do it, so I'm not even downplaying it. Right. And there's a lot of agents that do it at a high level and offer a lot of value. For us, it didn't make sense. Have you had a lot of backlash within the community from other agents who are saying, "Listen, you're disrupting the paradigm. You're, um, <laughs> you're. This is too good to be true. You're hurting our business." Hundred percent. Okay. Hundred percent. And what do you say to those people? Well, here's the thing. Just like anything, it's a business decision, mm -hmm. right? I mean, we're we're all entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. We're all business people. For us, it made sense, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I would hope that people wouldn't judge us for a business decision, right? They might say, oh, you're undercutting us. Hey, listen, if you think that you're worth what you're charging and the consumer thinks that, cool, and your value is in alignment with that, mm -hmm. great. I would never say, oh my gosh, you charge 6%, that's too much. Well, no, what I would say is I'd be like, well, wait a second, you charge 6%, cool, what's the value I get for that? Mm-hmm. And if I get enough value sure. for 6%, then it makes total sense. How about when, uh, if you're listing a place for 6,500, it's a million dollar home, and uh, another buyer's agent comes in, what's their... We allow the seller to choose what they offer for a buyer's agent. Yeah. Oh, they offer the... Whatever. Percentage. Yeah. We just let them choose. We don't say, hey, you have to pay X amount. That was probably the thing when we launched Voila that we got the most amount of guff for. Right. I was going to say that sounds like the most uh, sort of stickiest yep. wicket out of the whole deal. Well, because what, what are they typically? What's the? Well, the typical at the time when we launched four years ago was 2.7%. Right. But oh. yeah, what is it modified to or what is it? There, or Whatever the seller wants to do. But do most sellers say we'll offer 2.7? No. no. I'd say the average in, in the four years was about between one and two. Hmm. Yep. So a lot of agents gave us a lot of guff on that and said, you know, kind of like what you had just mentioned is that, mm -hmm. hey, you're wrecking our business, da, yeah. da, da. And it's like, no, 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 listen, we're not wrecking anything. We're telling the consumer, you have a choice here. Here's a, here is the listing commission, very simple. If you want to offer a buyer's agent compensation, you can. We don't tell you what that is. Hmm. You choose. It's your money. It's your equity, mm -hmm. right? We got a lot of guff for that. And this is sort of, this is at the foundation of the lawsuit that's yeah. uh, sort of at hand, where they, sort of an antitrust lawsuit, if I understand it correctly. And how many years have, sorry, how many years have you done that for? Four. Four. So, yeah, this is pre-lawsuit. Yeah, so, the, and the lawsuit contends that it's um, an unfair business practice because you're sort of, the, the old way is dictating to the seller what they have to pay the buyer's agent. Correct. Whereas now 
all you're doing is saying, this is what I'm charging you for my services. What you're charging the buyer's agent for their services is up to you, whatever you want to negotiate with 100%. Them. And so the idea behind that is people would maybe show or discriminate against houses that weren't paying a very big buyer's agent fee. Are you? Do you see that in practice now that you've been doing it four years? Are there some agents that are saying, I don't want to deal with that. I just want to, I want to steer my people to a, a listing that just pays traditional commissions? Good question. And hopefully they don't because that's illegal. <laughs> right, right. Right? I mean, so, so think about this. A buyer's agent technically should have a buyer representation agreement with their buyer that says, hey, Mr. Buyer, you're paying me X. Done. Now, if the seller pays some of that, cool. Then it's covered and you don't have to pay anything. And the lawsuit originated because when in Missouri, when they looked and they're like, wait a second, one seller, whatever, whoever originated the lawsuit looked and said, wait a second, last year, 99.9% of the buyer agent payouts was the same. And so they were like, call an attorney. Mm -hmm. Attorney goes, wait a second. That doesn't seem right. That means there's no competition. Why it turns into antitrust Mm -hmm. because everybody's saying they're kind of all pulling together and saying, hey, let's everybody just pay 2.7 or whatever it was is in Missouri. Mm-hmm. That's why it originated. Well, the defendants won. Or whoever, well, they, the, or the, not the defendants. Plaintiffs. plaintiffs won. Did they win or did they just settle? Well, a lot of the companies set now in what, February of 2024, when this podcast is being recorded, a lot of the companies are starting to settle. Right. Keller Williams just announced, I think, what, last week? $70 million, they settled. And th- that's important because by settling, they're avoiding a uh, precedent to be set, a legal precedent to be Correct. set. So, yes, they're out money to sort of avoid the, the lawsuit, but they won't be mandated to change their business practices. Correct. Although some have already out in New York, the New York uh, yeah. Association of Realtors has already changed, I, I believe. Well, and even our MLS, it was funny. I know this is kind of a comical thing, but the MLS forever, you could never pay zero. Maybe you heard this. Yes, uh, yeah, and they, they fought it forever. It had to be at least a dollar. A dollar or a penny or something. A dollar. Yeah. So we had a few sellers actually that said we want to pay zero. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's cool. I mean, if you want to pay zero, here's, here's what could happen because of that, blah, blah, blah. But we had to put $1. Well, even though it's not this monumental decision, but because of this, all the MLSs said, we're going to allow zero now. Did they sell their house at zero? They did. They did? Yeah, they did. But you're right, a lot of policies, but now there's a lot of copycat lawsuits that are happening. Mm-hmm. So we think at some point the federal government's probably, the Supreme Court's probably going to kick in. Mm-hmm. What could potentially happen, which this is happens in some of the countries in the world, is where it's illegal for a seller to pay a buyer's agent. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if that happens? Illegal for a seller to pay a buyer's agent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if that would happen? That would change your guys' industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then how is the buyer agent, what if the buyer agent says to the buyer, hey, now you got to pay me 2.7. Eliminate a lot of buyers. Well, and not only that, they're going to go, well, shoot, can we make that a closing cost? Right, cool, yeah. And then then now the mortgage industry gets, has to maybe change some of their policies on certain loans. Right. Because I think with like VA or FHA, you could never say, hey, oh, you you want the agent as part of the, the agent's fee as part of the closing cost? I don't even think it's allowed. Yeah, you can't on that. Right? So... Interesting. And how about the agents that you or um, Charlie bring over? Are they under the same 
some agents you bring over, are they... Do they have the same $6,500 fee? Or oh, no, that's just the oh, voila that's, team. That's just yeah. the voila team. If we, we can partner with anyone under the, under this umbrella, okay. and they, if they want to run their own business, their own teams, totally fine. We're not going to tell them how to do that. And is there anyone else out there doing that right now? It's funny because when we asked, when we asked Angela, very few. And, and I don't know of one in Minnesota right now. It doesn't mean they don't exist. That's running a team like that. Right. Yeah. Are you guys busy right now? Oh, yeah. We got a lot of stuff going on. Lot of stuff going on. Yeah, which is good. So the you guys are out of Forest Lake, is that correct? No, no, we're vagabonds. Vagabonds, <laughs> all over, all over the place. My good. business partner lives in Forest Lake. Yes. I okay. live in Shoreview. Oh. We co-work out of the reserve. Oh, oh, very cool. I was we're telling Steve yeah. James is James's. Yeah, we're up with Rocky. I see, I yeah. see. Okay, but, but there is that Forest Lake connection. The reason I asked because the Voila team here in Minnesota, you came up with the name Voila. There's a team in France that they actually had the same idea. They came up with the name Hoop. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that joke I do get. <laughs> okay, you get and it. I really, and I actually, that joke I do love. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> we'll leave that one in. <laughs> leave, don't cut that one out. Yeah, okay, I really okay. do like that. Yeah, as you, as you can tell, Joey's an energetic, great guy. You can only imagine the great service you give your clients. But tell our listeners, do you have family, kids? Yeah. It's nice to know kind of. Behind the scenes. You're Behind the scenes. You've been in real estate, but yeah, what else does Joey do when he's away from the, I was going to say rank, <laughs> away from the real estate world? Yeah, I do. You know, I have two boys, nine and 12. Okay. Oh, cool. And I'm very, you know, it's Mason and Lennon. What was it? Lennon. Lennon. John Lennon. Oh, Lennon. Well, the, and the, the Lennon came from, first of all, I'm a huge Beatles fan. Okay. <laughs> and my wife wanted to name, have a name where she could have the nickname Lenny. Lenny. Ah. So that's how Lennon originated. And you call him Lenny, I assume? We call him Lenny all the time. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but one of, the, one of the things at this age with two boys that I love that I've been leaning in on is they're really into, they're into scouts, Cub Scouts. Yeah. Cub Scouts, okay. And so I've been leaning in on volunteering as many times as I can with that oh, organization. Cool. And it has been so cool. Now, is this something that's kind of up your alley, or is this new to you? You have to learn No, it's up my alley. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, so like, you're, you're, it's not like you're learning how to camp and no, that kind of stuff. Okay. I'm just diving right in there. Okay, good. And get this. With my me and my 12-year-old, we did something called the Zero Hero, and I don't recommend this. But anyways, <laughs> well, so, well, here's what the Zero Hero is. When it got, you know, a few, uh, like a month ago when it got really, really cold. So what the Zero Hero is, is you have to, you have to be outside for 24 hours. You cannot go inside. That's rule number one. It has to get below zero at least once. So that morning when we started it, it was minus eight. And you got to sleep out there. That's awesome. And so we slept out there. Like a snow Well, you build these things like Quincy's, I think. Yes. Well, there was barely any snow. So the Quincy's we built were pathetic. So basically we were just sleeping outside. Oh, wow. In your backyard? No, this was in like a, I think it was in Tomahawk, Wisconsin. (laughs) No. Right? This sounds like something out of, a, out of a jackass movie. <laughs> it totally, we looked like, that's what we looked like. <laughs> if you took a picture of all of us, it lo- we looked like the jackasses. <laughs> but I would tell you what, we got the zero hero patch, and here's what I love about this. The kids at that age, I think in today's world, especially depending upon how we grow up, we have to fabricate adversity. 
Right. Ah, I see what you and mean. So these, simulated adversity. Simulated yeah, adversity. Yeah, when are you guys going to do the zero hero on the Oculus? Just sit in your, in your, on your couch and be like, I'm zero heroing. Yes, just turn the heat down. But you know what? I was so impressed with these kids because there was 18 kids that did this and we all got the zero hero patch. Wow. <laughs> and you know what? Very little, I mean, very little complaints. Oh, wow. And Except I, from you probably. I was you probably complaining. the most. I was in, the, in my little whatever you call it, hot. <laughs> and I was like, this is really not cool. And why am I doing this? Oh, that's awesome. And there was a couple of agents at the time reaching out to me via text, trying to get my, like, for a deal or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I took a picture. It was funny. I was texting an agent at, like, 9 p.m. Because they're like, why aren't you responding? Something like that. Yeah. And I said, well, this is what my current situation. And it was me and two of the other dads yeah. in our sleeping bags. And I'm like, here's my current situation. And I took a selfie and I said, your effing deal can wait till tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, no. You know, and they're like, oh, okay, cool. You know, whatever. <laughs> but when you ask what I'm doing, it's like, that's what's fun about being a dad of a nine and a 12 year old that's in scouts. Oh, that's awesome. You can have adventures like that. Did you grow up in the Twin Cities? I did. I grew up in New Brighton. I was an Irondale kid. Oh, Irondale. Yeah. Is your wife from there too? No, she's from Forest Lake. She graduated from Forest oh, Lake. Right on. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Joey, too, recently was on WCCO. What month was that? Was that? That, that came out, I think, January? December 18th or something. December 18th. Yeah. So if you want to Google Joey, check him out. He was on the news. It was a pretty cool feature. Not, many, not as many people watch WCCOs listen to the podcast, though. So right. it might. <laughs> yeah. That's true, too. Uh, you know, yeah. Speaking of leveling up, right. Right, you're going from WCCO to the podcast. So. <laughs> uh, well, this is more organic, though. I like the organic stuff. WCCO, yeah. come on, that's not yeah, so that's organic. So, this yeah. is, come on, this is, this is grassroots. So produ produced and Way kind too of produced. glossed over. Yeah, no, this is, this is where it's at. Well, we're running out of time, but we'll have to have you back. We'll have to have you back for episode number two. But it's funny, when Joey walked in here today, you didn't realize what building you're in today. This is the Bell Mortgage Building. Bell Mortgage the Bell building. Bank. Bell Bank. You didn't realize it was a bank, yeah. And Joey's a customer of Bell. Yes. You love Bell? Or? I've worked with Bell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Happy Tell with us more about like, Do you love Bell, Joey? <laughs> yes, it's no, like, well, maybe. wait a second. I'm getting re it's really getting hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, to be honest though, Brad, I'm glad you brought it up, is I have been a Bell customer for probably, I don't know, eight, nine years, I bet. I started a business, a second business, like I mentioned. We had okay. them do all the business banking, right. and it was so smooth. And I think what's cool about Bell that I've always loved, in fact, I had to call Bell Bank from my senior <laughs> bank. No, I had to call Bell Bank two days ago, and because it was just some account thing or whatever. And what I still love about Bell Bank is I called, and probably within two rings, yeah, a person answered. A person. And it's like, it's still one of the few organizations even out there. Now, Bell is growing, so I'm a little worried. I'm sweating no, that they're worry. not going <laughs> to, you know. But anyways, and I, I've always appreciated that about Bell. Awesome. Yeah, well, we like to answer the phones here at Bell. And uh, <laughs> no, but seriously, that's, that is the worst case, you get someone out of Fargo, maybe. And if you can understand their accent, then, uh, you know. That's half the battle. Well, you know what, though? As soon as they hear me talk, they go, oh, you must be from Minnesota, right? So they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it is, no, but seriously, for a company, toss that up to, who's the who's the owner, CEO? Mr. Solberg. 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 Toss that up to him and say, hey, don't, don't let that ever go away. Plus, the, the fact of how much you guys give. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Because yeah. you guys are still, are, we, are you still doing the... the um, pay it forward. Pay, pay, it, pay forward. it forward. The yeah. pay it forward, if you, I mean, that is so... That's so in alignment with what I believe. 
Yeah. And it's That's so true. cool that when they, I mean, they've been doing that forever, I think. Yeah, for since years? yeah 2008 I Eight think yeah. yeah and what a time to do it yeah. no kidding yeah. the Snortlands and the Solbergs <laughs> that's awesome are the owners but well thank you for coming today I know we all in the room can see why you and your team are so successful what if someone wanted to get a hold of you to list their home or help you find them a new one well I would say go to yeah they could go to voila it's sold not v- Viola not Viola <laughs> everybody yeah. screws that up <laughs> that's V-O-I-L-A Perfect. V O I L A I T S O L D. Say it again. Voila, it sold. Oh, it sold. That's the website. Voila, it sold.com. Oh, that's a, I I get it. Right? (laughs) Yes. I like it. Voila, it sold. Yes. Somebody actually just said something like, wait a second, it also spells. Like voila, it's old. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah, it does. It does spell that, but uh, it's awesome. not that. It's voila, it's sold. It's sold. Well, I know we could do this for hours. We'll have you back again. We appreciate you coming. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, yeah, give Joey a call. The team a call. Thank you. Thanks, Joey.